Hello, friends. Welcome back to Shell Cottage Radio. I'm your host, Ezra, a.k.a. Bill, also known as Sir Ezra the Watchful, history of magic professor, the flannel wizard, obviously. Yours truly, me. Please welcome your lovely design witch, the fascination of fourth year, and my wonderful co-host and yours, Lottie, a.k.a. Fleur. Hello, and welcome back to our little cottage on the outskirts of Tinworth. This is our new segment, Harry Potter Hangout. Theories from Tinworth. Where we discuss additional thoughts and theories from the wizarding world. Today we will talk about Dementors and why they are so interested in Harry Potter and what they really are. Yeah. Take it away, Bill. Take it away, Bill. So, Dementors. And and what are they? I'm actually just going to go to the wiki page here and mm-hmm. kind of read some stuff to you guys about what they are. But they are gliding, wraith-like dark creatures, widely considered to be one of the foulest of dark creatures to inhabit the wizarding world. Dementors literally fed on human happiness and thus generated feelings of depression and despair. See, that's not that's different from what I kind of thought. Okay. Right? Is And this is, again, the wiki. But that they're feeding on... Is that right? You know, that they're feeding on happiness and thus... They, because what they do is they bring despair, like they conjure up Harry's worst mm-hmm. memories and and feelings. There's a lot of so they joy. Take the happiness away. From- yeah, like all the as 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 Mrs. Fig said, as as if all the the happiness had been zapped right. away or taken and away. There's you know? only the depression and despair left. Left. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, because they're kind of feeding on that, so they're generating those feelings of despair uh, and depression. Right. When when they're near or close to a person and they take you sometimes to your darkest thought or emotion. Right. Mm-hmm. Now, what's interesting, they're just feeding off of people and stuff. Right. Is that they need a group of people to, 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 to feed off of. I've always thought it's interesting that they're at Azkaban and those people don't have a lot to be happy about. Right. You know, so I think there's kind of an irony well, in that. I mean, other than like they are just. They're 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 just people and souls that yeah. can that they're kind of siphoning off this energy and all they're left with is this uh, despair. Right. The, I think the most important thing they do is rob them of hope. Yeah. Too. Yeah. 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 Yes. There's right. No hope left. Because so. we are. Well, uh, by we're we're hopeful that we're going to get out one day, or we're scheming about even if, even if you're Bellatrix and you're scheming how to get out, you're thinking yeah. about you know ways to get out of Azkaban and like that stealing that thought. So that way you're stuck there. So, yeah, st- isn't stuck that in your wild, misery. Though, how, yeah, how Bellatrix is all, seems like she's almost untouched by all the the whole the amount of years that she's been. Yeah, Azkaban right. But she's also kind of sight. She has like yeah. some psychological. Yeah. So oh, definitely. Yeah. yeah. So uh, anyway, uh, back to the wiki here. So yeah, they're often referred to as quote soul sucking fiends, mm-hmm. uh, and people were left soul. Um, and the people they left soulless were deemed to have been turned into an empty shell, which is scary. To about, right yeah. some someone without a soul but their body is still alive mm-hmm. yeah. yeah yeah so as uh, just again some more background on them they're closely associated with azkaban because they are and this is a this is wild formally employed actually employed by the british ministry of magic as prison guards and uh and, and they're not known to permanently have inhabited any other location permanently right okay, but yeah. they've done this as a way to bring them here to keep them from feeding off of other people on the countryside and, and things it's like mm-hmm. here you go these people deserve it you can come feed off of these people that's their payment yeah. you know yeah they're employed and they're paid by being able to do what they do on prisoners that would that, that means that like like hagrid was sent there right ha- yeah, hagrid sent there and they're allowed to just get at him that's horrible 
you know? And right. after the whole thing breaks, so once Kingsley gets in and then we get past the series, they'll do away with this. And you, you can see in this chapter uh, that one we, we just covered, Dumbledore being furious. Yeah. Uh, and he's furious that the Dementors are even here and that Fudge mm-hmm. is using them. And I, you start to see this, this fracturing between him and Fudge right in this book as to as True. to they're all like wanting to protect harry but the way in which he goes about this is wrong and, and you not know, good you know who's confused about his decision not to include the dementors in the search for sirius is percy yep who later ends up with fudge, fudge. and being on fudge's side for for a long time yeah wow yep. i i was i know when i read that and i was like oh that's sad. like percy is like you know he's still trying to be this perfect helper and like mm-hmm. oh, everything that the headmaster says he's counting on me i'm doing i'm gonna do I'm it gonna do, and yes. just this moment of confusion where it's like oh what you you did, are you not including the dementors yeah why not why why wouldn't you it seems like they're just an honest genuine confusion yeah. in his yes. because he just doesn't think they're he hasn't thought harmful. about him enough yeah. yeah and actually that's a really good point when you think about percy and you think about some of the things that he says and does he is and i i really try to keep this in mind as a teacher when kids come up and they ask genuine questions they're curious and yeah and things seem obvious you know in the day and age we live in people everyone thinks that you need to be evolved at a certain point or once you hit 18 you know everything and you should no, be you no that is so crazy yeah. I, I i can't i everyone is making mistakes and learning and figuring things out and yeah and they don't have all of that they haven't thought about the, those things as long as like a dumbledore has yes. or whatever you know yeah. the, the reason you're more critical of fudge is you're like fudge what what in the cornelius fudge are you thinking <laughs> you know like why uh, and it's just he again is driven by like, largely by fear or not feeling like he 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 you know uh, being he's comparing himself to Dumbledore a lot of stuff it's it just different things going on there with yeah. him but I like that you bring up Percy because he does represent that just this is the way it's been this is how yeah it it makes sense like he doesn't they're just the prison guards they're just that's just their job right mm-hmm. and yeah that's just what they've been employed as but like that in and of itself the system of having them employed with the ministry of magic is wrong is is yes. not good now now some people would argue and maybe fudge would argue that well we did that so, so they're far. not just roaming the countryside true see and so then that's where you get into these gray areas and you're like well, wait a second what what do we do because it is unknown what happens to them afterwards uh, where there are right we get a glimpse yeah. of their when they get out of control Mm-hmm. What happens was this in general, was it like a cold, coldness to a, it was summer in, in yeah, Britain yes. and it felt so cold. Or, they're changing or, the weather patterns. They're, they're, they're disrupting things, because right? Because the muggles can feel them. Yep. Because they're out of control in the country after the ministry's fallen. Once they've seen Voldemort. Well, they haven't fallen yet, but yeah. Well, no, yeah. It's what, the second Wizarding War. Yes. Voldemort yeah. has returned. Fudge has admitted it. Right. He's, he's sort of like parent, you know. And, and once it's publicly known, really, truly at large, that mm-hmm. he is out and he's back, uh, their betrayal becomes pretty obvious that they start to kind of, you know, dip, dip in and out. And then, then they're yes. out of control. Like they're, they're halfway one foot in with the, the Azkaban prison, uh, the other foot roaming, doing whatever it is that Voldemort wants them to do. You know, the way they're depicted in the films is, a, I feel like, a lot different than what we see here. I think so, too. Right? Dumbledore mm-hmm. can actually go out there and talk to them. Yeah. And communicate with them. And he says, like, he needs to go out and inform them about what's going on. It's uh, crazy. Mr. Dementor, sir, could you stop, like, harassing yeah. What Do they have individual names? I mean, who's <laughs> the leader of the guards out there? Like, who do you go speak? Who's the lead Dementor? Yeah. We don't really know. And it doesn't seem like they're flying around like they are in the movie, but it's more like they all huddled like on the ground mm-hmm. waiting for Harry to fall down. Yeah. 
Yeah. It's it doesn't seem like they can just go up there. Oh, you mean like like in the film how they're up in the sky flying around right. and stuff or whatever? I, Ooh, at least in this Quidditch scene, they're just all on the ground under like true. below Harry. True. So true. It's just a little different. Yeah. yeah what are because it does say um, that they glide as mm-hmm. if they float a little bit. They're described as like floating yeah. and gliding and they're dark figures in their hoods and you can't really mm-hmm. see anything under those cloaks. But maybe not fly. I don't know if we want to see under those cloaks or not. I know. But like my yeah. gosh. Uh, yeah. But no, that's a good point. They, they definitely don't. They they all walk in on the Quidditch pitch and and actually to get to that point let's let's talk about that a little bit because why are they so attracted to Harry I'm sure people have talked about it and you guys probably know some of the answers mm-hmm. that are gonna uh, come out here it, it's it, he is as Lupin says he's faced something he is very hopeful uh, despite all the different things he he's, he often seems to be the dri- like the, he's the hero of the story he's driving uh, them forward when there is no hope he's someone mm-hmm. who has yeah. happiness and Dumbledore is talking to him about like what. Voldemort later will try to steal from him. Why Voldemort can't stand to inhabit or to possess Harry is because of all, you know, his the friendship and, yeah. and the love yeah. and the things that he that he has. And those are the things that the Dementors want to feed off of. Now, there's plenty of that there for them to feed off of. I think it's very interesting in this chapter that the, that when they walk in, and it could just be the way it's, I get, it's a minor detail, but it's also huge. They walk in, and, it, and instead of, like, just coming for, you know, all, like I think Dumbledore, someone in the next chapter will describe this as like they could not resist this huge gathering of of people and yeah. the cheer and the excitement and this was the first Quidditch match mm-hmm. and there's this all this happiness and all these really good feelings that they want to feed off of yeah. and so that's what what drew them here to the Quidditch pitch. So yeah, I don't know. Like it's almost like you're really hungry and there's a juicy steak over there yeah. and you just can't resist it. And you got to go whatever you, right. you have, and you've been feeding off of people at a prison. What are you feeding off of here? That wasn't really thought through by Fudge. You have all these right. kids, you know, and that's why Dumbledore's like this is not right. Yeah. But when they walk on a hundred or or more, Harry, when he sees them, they're not looking at anybody else. They're looking up at him. Yes, they're it all says right that. underneath him. Right. Yeah. It says that they he could see the like not as if all of their hooded heads or or whatever were were shifted towards him and spot like looking at mm. him and. And again, they they were feeding off of him in some way because they drained all of the happiness from him. Yeah. Everything, they, every all they left him with was this despair and this this uh, horrible moment of his mother's death. Yeah. And why were they so attracted to that? I think it's some people have argued that it's just that he has a bit more soul, like because they call them soul suckers because he has Voldemort's. <laughs> soul i'm serious this is like a huge reddit theory where people are like he has a little bit more of of us you know a portion of someone's soul in him right so it's it's almost like if uh let's say the same thing happened to to coral like they'd be more drawn to coral because okay okay there's more there i don't think that's the case though i actually think it's more very specific that it's not just whether or not you had like let's say slughorn decided to um you, you know, split his soul and some of it landed yeah. in, in another human being. And then Dementors showed up and they're more attracted to the person who has more soul. Yeah. I don't think it's that simple. I think it's the fact that it is Voldemort's, uh, that it's Voldemort's um, so, soul. Piece of soul. Yeah. Yeah. And I think it has to do, because look at this. I mean, they, they were probably I don't, it doesn't really say exactly when they were when they were working for the ministry but like mm. clearly they're in contract with the ministry and then they're pulled over by the dark lord pretty easily yeah. as soon as he's he has a plan to bring them into his fold yeah once he's back and let them just run rampant on people to right to, to, to some degree so 
to see maybe what would have been a former leader or, or an ally or someone who could loose them on the wizarding world or muggles or something like that's that's appealing to them and so maybe they're they're looking wow, at you thinking that little piece of soul gives them already those some vibes some something <laughs> something because now again it could just be that what we're told in the point of view and the perspective we have here is just harry's but like on on the um on the on the train they they walk past that they're looking around do they actually open every compartment and peek in or like uh, why why does this i, I think don't they did and if they did see but that's we're not told that that's well, the thing. We they know could that, have been. We know that. Doesn't Fred tell the story how Draco was super afraid of them when they opened the compartment? Um, That's at least one other compartment we know of that they... I think it was just that he was in their compartment. Wasn't he in their oh. compartment? And they were... They, like he was, he was or just he was scared. Just scared of it. He was just yeah, scared. Maybe, maybe See, right. See, I guess my point is, is that like we're on that Quidditch. So he's flying high. Uh, and there are other Quidditch players there. Luna Lovegood, who is who can see Thestrals and other people who True. have seen death, are there. We don't get any yeah. reports that they passed out. You know, I mean, that would have been rumor enough for like Ron and Hermione to have known. That is that, true. That, hey, Harry, don't worry, don't worry. Someone, a couple other kids passed out right. too. And instead, it's just Harry. Right yeah. now, you could say, what's well, written that way? Well, obviously, it's written that way. But we're looking for all these different, you know, extra layers, extra things that can come from it. Yeah. And I think it's like, yeah, there's, there's, um, Voldemort, a uh, bit of his soul is there, and you can go back and make the case that that's interesting and intrig. That they are okay. They themselves can give you a kiss, a Dementor's kiss, where in which yeah. your soul is siphoned completely from you, and they feed off of that, and we don't know where it goes. So they can see your soul. Now, why wouldn't they be attracted to somebody who has two mm -hmm. souls? Right? They okay, would definitely be. It. They yeah. would definitely be attracted to that over everyone else there. All one hundred of them looking at Harry. No, come on. As you go in there, they would just be like, it'd be a feast. They'd be like looking True. at all the different other kids, first years, all these different other yeah. whatevers. They why why Harry? But and he's like interesting. Said. There's something about him special, and it is that he has the lightning scar. It is that he has Voldemort's. You know, it's not this like, oh, he's the only one who's experienced such a horrible thing. Neville Longbottom has experienced that. Horrible things. And, and horrible things. Yeah. Luna has experienced that. So yeah. we know, and that's just who we hear about. I guarantee there are more people. But what makes Harry extra special? Voldemort's soul. The Horcrux. He's okay. a Horcrux. And I think, and it, and it relates to souls. And they are soul suckers. So here we go. That's, yeah. that is what I think makes him so interesting to them. It's not that he's has all this happiness right he's yeah. not the most by the way if he's had such a tragic life and and it's you know really what lupin says is that he's affected more because when they siphon the happiness from him what he recalls is horrible yeah. stuff right yeah uh, whereas other yes, people, when they sense. when they when he siphon, Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn five dollars into one hundred and fifty dollars instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code Champion One Hundred and Fifty. Then place a five dollar wager on any sport. You'll receive one hundred and fifty dollars in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the King of Sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions. Promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. 
BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. And the happiness off of them, it doesn't affect them as much because... We're saying that Hermione see bad grades. Right. But if you have Harry and let's yeah. say Hermione or Harry and Ron mm. side by side and you're a Dementor, who do you want to feed more off of? Ron or Hermione? Because there's more happiness going on there. You, you could argue that there's more mm. happiness happening there because they don't have all the trauma mm. that Harry has, possibly. So why then are they they seeking out Harry more? You know, that's 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 all I'm trying to say. Yeah. And I think it's... Um, I think it's interesting. Now, I also did find for you guys an interesting kind of uh, theory here um, that someone had a question, and I just want to read this. Is this okay? Mm-hmm. Just a just a little side thought. Yeah. So uh, we've all been wondering what happens to the souls that are trapped in Dementors, and we've been wondering how do Dementors reproduce? Now, this is kind of you know again, this is someone's just Reddit post. And J.K. Rowling actually had a, a I think a, a, she was in, I don't know if it was Canada or just a Canadian. Um, it's on Pottermore. It's on one of the old websites where they ask, like, hey, how do Dementors reproduce? And she's like, they don't. <laughs> <laughs> they, 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 they grow. Um, they don't actually reproduce in the way that you would think that they do. Mm. So, yeah, people kind of go through and, and, and take that apart a little bit. But this person. You know, like a fungus. Sorry, but yeah. going back to your, your comparison to a fungus, they don't. It's a different type of reproduction mm-hmm, than mm-hmm. we, you know, we know as humans or animals. Right, right. And um, I think that's about like if the if the conditions are right, um, then they can grow. Yeah. Yeah. Now here's the interesting piece about Dementors is that they have the Dementors kiss, which allows them to take a soul out of a physical body to separate the spirit from the physical body, and it's a fate worse than death. Right. Yeah. So this is where I think this person kind of brings up some interesting points. So they say, personally, I don't yes. believe that souls can be destroyed. Destroyed. Mm. Souls are like eternal. Yeah. They're even, energy and energy can't be destroyed. Yes. I think even w- regardless of what um, religion or faith or whatever, whether you're uh, doesn't matter. I think a lot of people, when they think about their soul and their spirit, they do think eternal. They think um, things that, you know, yeah. that it's just, yeah. So they're arguing that they're, they can't be destroyed. Sure, they can be hurt, as we see with Voldy, but I doubt he dies. Uh, I think he suffers forever. He, um, he's he's lethally injured, but his soul will live forever in, in some way, right? Because souls are immortal. Um, so he's going to be in eternal suffering, and he'll, you know, once his souls have been, once the Horcruxes have been dealt with, this is me elaborating a little bit, then he'll kind of... Um, you know, at some point he'll be able to move on and, and whatever that is for him, who knows. Um, so with that in mind, of course, it's still part of the theory, but I'm, um, let's see, we can say that souls inside Dementors do stay alive, if you will. So a Dementor is not alive, but what happens if you're serious and your soul is siphoned, the Dementor's kiss happens, mm-hmm. you go to a Dementor, where do you go they say it's a fate worse than death this person uh sort of proposes that dementors need souls or that happiness to stay alive if they have nothing to feed on for a long time they will air quote die um or or, you know diminish yeah if there's a soul trapped inside a dementor and then that dementor diminishes or dies the soul becomes a dementor which which i thought was pretty interesting no way um that's i mean that's horrible and that would be a fate worse than death uh 
Well, I would interpret uh, that's the awful. fate that's worse than death is your soul still trapped and bound to that Dementor. Me so too. Cannot Me move too. On. Yeah, and there's no answer for this. I mean, that's the thing is that like they, they go on to kind of talk once about. But it's destroyed, I would hope that the soldiers. <laughs> Me too. That's what I was thinking. And then they drop this, and I was like, "Whoa, that is dark. That is dark, dark, dark." But Be- they 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 connected to vampires in an interesting way. Like you know, at one point there was maybe the first vampire, but it takes a right, vampire right. to make a vampire, mm. and so they were kind. That's why I brought up how J.K. Rowling described Dementors and how yeah. they're created, and it's just these conditions are right for yeah. them to grow, and then. They, demi- they diminish when those conditions True. are not there. And I think that's... That gives she's, you the answer that it's not... Right. I, I don't think that theory is necessarily true because also that would mean if you destroy it almost like the the what is that greek mythology again hydra hydra you probably mm-hmm. call it something else don't know. Yeah, where hydra, you yeah. when you cut off one head oh there's yes. like two growing right right, right if right, you right. would destroy a dementor there's like however many souls that dementor already consumed then you have like oh my I don't gosh know, 100 yeah more dementors right no so that would be awful i don't think right. i don't think that makes a lot of sense and i hope it's not true i hope it's not but the, but soul, the reason the reason i bring it up though is that like i've always sort of wondered and when I do some of my shorts, a lot of times I've gotten into Horcrux land. I've gotten into uh, d- like like Dementors and what would happen. Like what does what happens when a Dementor approaches a bit of Horcrux or I'm so, you know like a soul trapped in a in stored in a Horcrux? Yeah. Um. Could a Dementor you know if, if if a Dementor provides a kiss on Voldemort and when he's when he's back if the if that happened would could it could it could a dementor suck out Voldemort's soul and would the horcruxes have allowed that you know, it's all these different things that like i yeah. love looking for for stuff like that i'm sort of like yeah. what really does happen we don't know yeah. and then we, then you look at like sirius whose physical body and soul went beyond the veil there's all mm-hmm. those different questions about like what where you kind of go and everything and it just i think it's uh yeah it's a big mystery this is a big mystery yeah kind of try and, and explore it a little bit and um when uh Harry is on the Quidditch pitch field in this chapter, and you said later on they said it, they are drawn to the crowd. Mm-hmm. I was under the impression, though, that we, moments before, Harry saw Sirius the Grim mm-hmm. on the bleachers. Yeah. So yeah. I thought they were, they kind of felt that Sirius Black's there because it's a it's a soul they have felt before, seen before in Azkaban. So I don't know if they can, would that mean, though, that, Every time Sirius approaches, they would be alarmed. So maybe that's wrong because well, yeah, I mean they're guarding the castle, but Sirius still gets in despite yeah, they like it doesn't matter if he's a dog or it's in, interesting that he was there. Yeah. Like the, like that is an interesting connection that yeah. he's there and then they come in. You're thinking, yeah. oh god, they're there for, for like him. for him, yeah. or wait, no, they're there for all these different other kids or. And maybe that is what drew them in, but then they're distracted and they're looking up mm-hmm. at like Harry seeing yeah. the bit of Voldemort there. Because otherwise, why not just go crazy and all these kids in there? You know, like right. and they they don't really talk about that as much. I don't feel like Ron and well, Hermione they're instructed yeah. not to touch the kids, but then they can't help it because that's their instinct is to mm-hmm. go feed on people's happiness. Yeah. And like yeah. you said, there's a lot of fun, happiness, emotions running high during a Quidditch match oh, okay. with lots yeah. of kids around. Them. Yeah, I don't know. And maybe it, it's only supposed to give us the impression that the Grim, when you read it for the first time, you think, okay, the Grim, Omen of Death, and then the Dementors come in. And you think, oh no, Harry's almost, he almost got killed. So yeah. you still think of the Black Dog as the Omen of Death. Yeah. That's yeah, why yeah. their moment. Right. 
Yeah. Yeah, it is just, uh, I, don't, I don't know, I feel like to, yeah, just as she's writing this, it's like, I, I wonder, I, w- I would love to see some notes too on like what the Dementors yeah. were and how, because yeah, fans have asked her about this and she's gone out and give, given more answers and stuff. But there some things you have to, in your writing, leave as a mystery mm-hmm. and, and not really fully explain all that kind of stuff and not really mm-hmm. get to the core of it. The poltergeist, the bogart, you know, the... Um, the mentor and, yeah. and such and you know the the veil and then things happening in harry's head dumbledore showing back up again yeah. not showing up with the resurrection just interesting Ooh. things yeah i wonder just how oh, we talked about the mirror of Ariston in the episode before this yeah. um how dumbledore is affected by the mirror than like harry is if he's also affected by the dement a little bit yeah but you, i mean you just explained it harry is more affected because or or they are more drawn to harry because of the extra piece of soul that is lingering and in, inside mm-hmm. of him well but yeah and in all these kids too they don't experience dementors every single day so this is mm-hmm. all a new sensation and feeling for them um but it leaves harry just qu- more quickly those like an emotion that Dumbledore would have you know Ariana mm-hmm. and that that memory come would be conjured up quicker uh, absolutely I think right yeah, that's it would come means. to the surface faster when mm-hmm. Dementors are around for maybe Dumbledore and Harry uh just because that emotion and that that experience was so traumatic and so strong yeah. same with Neville and, and Luna and anybody else who's who's had that yeah uh, go down actually all of them after the battle of Hogwarts for crying out loud right I mean it's just like they these these kids all go through so much ironically like I did a poll about rank kids on their power levels and everyone yeah. was just like hey by don't not rank them with the adults because they fought adults and they fought yeah. side by side and they're like put them on the same power scale so yeah i'm sorry just a random thought there yeah. so i was mm-hmm. thinking through that um but yeah i i think that um dementors are interesting you know when they first show up that's a yeah. big missed big question mark what are they why are they affecting harry uh so much and again he's our he's who we're focused on it's it's all about harry and so we get a lot of this through his eyes it wouldn't surprise me honestly in real in air quote real life if you really were at 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 Mm -hmm. hogwarts with harry during that year that ron and harry and hermione just don't know about all the other kids who were Mm -hmm. affected and who were taken down later and stuff that happened because i'm sure that that did happen and this is but i mean there is a reason why he would be affected more Mm -hmm. and it's just because of all yeah voldemort Voldy, as yeah. in moldy, as in a fungus, Ooh. where in which they grow from. So, anyway. But they're supposed to represent something like depression, right? So, yeah. most kids, because Lupin says that they have not seen horrible things yet, traumatic yeah. events, yeah, yeah. they're not as prone to depression. Mm-hmm. Whereas other kids who have seen traumatic traumatic things or, or lived through traumatic They have more anxiety. They events, have more... Yeah. They, yeah, it's more... Yeah, you're right. They're more... They can more easily be affected. They're by more it. sensitive to it. Yes, They're more that's susceptible. A good way to yeah. Put it. Yes. Mm-hmm. And I think I think in general, probably, which is sad to think about, but I think adults also are more sensitive, sensible mm-hmm. to it, and oh, more yeah. affected because, sure. the lo- like you said, the longer you live, yeah, the, the more, more ex- opportunities there are for that kind of stuff to happen. To yes. You. And, yeah, and and you, yeah, you definitely do go through traumatic. Uh, but you know what? This episode made me realize too. Yeah. Is how we. Like you said, we always hear about Harry and how traumatic his childhood was. Well, yes, not only because his parents passed away when he was only one year old, mm-hmm. but also because of the Dursleys. You know, Dursleys, yeah. the parents who stepped in, yeah, 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 were awful to him. Right. But also, there's other kids who have experienced things like that. Mm-hmm. So you're right. Harry is not extremely special in that way because it doesn't matter to a kid in what way your parents 
passed away. Yeah. You know, if it's because of Luna, I think Luna's mom was an accident. Yeah. Or we don't know what happened to maybe other parents that we didn't learn about yet. Sure. Um, even even Neville. I mean, Neville's parents. Right. That's that's a trauma. He's he's they're they're huge. at Saint Mungo's and yeah, and the, he's raised by. And, uh, it's, and, and Lupin acts like Harry's the only one. That's true. Yeah, no, no, or it's he, not. I mean, he tries to comfort him. But. Yeah, and I think he does. Yeah, again, he's just saying for him, he has one student in front of him. He's kind of yeah, saying, yeah. you know, this is a reason. He's trying to help him understand yes, why he's yeah. affected so much. Yeah. More than if that were Neville or Luna or anybody else, any kid, really. I mean, there's all varying levels of Ginny, like what they've gone through. Ginny yeah, is Jenny's, affected by that. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, yeah, remember, remember when she's mm-hmm. on the Hogwarts on the Express, yeah. she's trembling more than anyone else. Everyone else is just yes. sort of like frozen and like, uh, this is strange. What's going on? And she is really shaken, really shaken by it, which, yeah, I mean, I guess that's that's also a part of it. But I just mean their attention, like who they're trying to siphon off of or who mm-hmm. they're focused on. The Dementors do control that to some degree, I feel like. Yeah. Otherwise, it's just I mean, maybe not. Maybe some people think they just kind of come in and it's just their presence and it radiates it radiates uh, like their feeding ground radiates out from them at an equal sort of distance or whatever it might be you know yeah but i i kind of think they can focus it and i think mm-hmm. they focus it on harry uh because of the bit of soul so yeah all right for uh, oh i almost said frodo um what <laughs> how did that uh pop into this all right there frodo that's, uh, that's enough of them apples <laughs> okay uh that's it friends that's all thanks for listening to some ramblings dementor is not the most fun thing to talk about uh and all that trauma and stuff so yeah. um it but- just but it's a part of this chapter, and yes. at some point, I wanted to kind of talk about what they are and what they represent and why they're, you know, yeah, feeding so off of Harry. So after Harry. Yeah, so much. So, sorry. I know it was probably a little depressing episode. <laughs> so, yeah, go check out. What's the EEE? Don't we have something? What's that about? Um, do I even know? Have you said anything to yes. me about it? I was going to go deeper into the meaning of is it Latin? Draco, yeah. <laughs> okay. Dormian, Nunquam. Tickle the Dragon. I mean, don't tickle the dragon. Okay, Never cool. Never tickle a sleep dragon. So I'm just asking for the listeners, that's not going to be a super depressing episode like this one, is it? Where are my dragons? Who says that? Calistus. Oh my gosh. I have like blocked Game of Thrones Sorry. out of my mind. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. Yeah. Uh, we, yeah. All right. Well, there you go, friends. So some dragon talk will be coming up soon, and it'll be a little bit better than this one. All right. Uh, but do thank you guys so much. We do appreciate you. And uh, again, the next Harry Potter hangout will be a lot more. I got to get one coming up for you guys. Fun chipper. Some Marauders, Marauder map, good stuff. Some more chipper oh, yeah. stuff. That's yeah, the next that's a, it's a good one. So thanks for bearing with us on this one. Uh, you have been listening to Harry Potter Hangout Theories from Tenworth Session. We appreciate you tuning in to Shell Cottage Radio 94.7 COZY. We hope you'll join us in the future. And if you do have your own thought, theory, idea, ow, anything, we'd love to read it. We'd love to pronounce your name. So send us a message at Fleur and Bill on Instagram or send us an owl at fleurandbill at gmail.com. Again, thank you so much for listening. Hope you all have a wonderful week. Take care and we will see you next time. <laughs>